Hello and welcome to another installment of New Retirement Thinking. I'm Sumei Zake. Joining me in studio is Lance Soms. He is Managing Director at iTransact uh, Investment Platforms. Lance, thank you so much for joining us. Now, we're talking a little bit um, um, off air, the fact that it's uh, Financial Planning Month. Um, but that's that's one aspect of, of, of um, looking at retirement. But we want to look at how that relates to um, the management of costs and that impact on um, your future retirement um, years. Give us a sense of um, how people are planning when it comes to um, retirement. Well, I think part of retirement planning is understand obviously what you're investing in. But it's something you're going to be associated to for a very long time. If you're starting to save earlier, you're going to have a relationship with your investment for many years to come. And with that, is going to raise a cost. You need to be very clear about what that cost is and the impact that it's going to have with you long term. Do you feel that um, people are not aware of the cost implications at all? Yes. There's a lot of research in South Africa that says that most investors don't actually know what the cost of investment is. I think if you ask anybody, they'll page through all the fine print and it's very difficult to understand at a glance how much does this cost me per month or per annum. Is, is, there, is, is there a greater um, move towards getting customers to understand um, the costs of, of, of their investments? Because um, I could be wrong, but I think very often people are looking to what is supposed to be the um, future dated values, um, but not looking at the underlying costs which eat away at that value. Yes, well, absolutely. I mean, I think it's been an industry problem for quite some time, and only recently has the industry taken the initiative to actually dumb down costs for investors I mean, to very bite-sized chunks that they can understand it. Because you're right, everybody's fixated on the return, but at what cost does that return actually come? Mm. And, and why, why has it been an industry problem? And I mean, and I ask that question um, with a view of comparing us to some mm. of our global counterparts when you look at those industries um, across the globe. Is, is it a commonality um, amongst um, the, the, the retirement industries? I think it's the investment industry per se. There's a lot of complicated moving parts within the industry itself. And there's so many players involved um, down the food chain of all the suppliers for you to be able to get an investment product. So it's been able to bring that to the general public to understand in one simple table and actually compare one product to another product. Because that's been the biggest problem from um, the entire experience is that people up until um, this regulation was passed were unable to compare apples with apples across multiple companies. It was very confusing. You have to go through a lot of documentation just to arrive at that number. Mm. You talk about regulation. Just talk us through some of that that has been passed. Right, well, with, the, with the Association of Savings and Investments of South Africa, which is a CISA, um, is promulgated is a, a measure called effective annual cost, and that allows you and I as investors to understand pretty much the exact costs of an investment product. If I can use an analogy with the food industry, and when you go buy a tin of beans at the supermarket, you can see the nutritional value on the beans, and you can compare it to a whole bunch of other tins and, and decide which one is for you. So effectively, that's what effective annual cost does. It allows you to put investment products side by side, a retirement annuity, for example. You may go and get five or six different retirement annuities from various companies and objectively look at the costs and the returns. So you can get a balanced view of which product to actually choose it and not just be fixated by who, who, who returns the most all the time. Mm. So walk us through some of the, you know, the examples of how one can practically apply this um, effective annual um, cost or, or EAC. Okay, well, there's four main components to the EAC, well, for you and I as investors. The first component is investment management. In other words, what does the asset manager charge you, the guy who's physically managing and looking after your money? That's the one component. The second component is administration. You have to admi administrators in the background who send you all your information, tax statements, investor statements, and so forth. 
And then if you do have a financial advisor, there's the advice fee component, which is an important component. And then there's another catch-all area called other, which has got to do with all sorts of um, costs that investors aren't ordinarily exposed to, like penalties, for example. It's been very difficult to establish what penalties in a product are and what they may be, may be in the future. Now, if one adds up those four costs, then it's expressed as a percentage. And you're able to take that percentage and then deduct that from the annual return of the investment that you're going to proceed with. So very simple maths, if your investment returned 10%, just for argument's sake, and your effective annual cost, and let's just keep it simple, let's say it was a percent in each of those areas I discussed. So 1% for asset management, 1% for administration, 1% for advice, and let's just say 1% in penalties and other. And let's just say we sum up that to 4%. So if your investment return gives you a gross return before costs of, of, of 10%, um, and your costs are 4%, effectively, your costs are 40% of the return of your investment and not 4%. And I think that's where a lot of investors do get it wrong. They don't understand the impact. As you're getting investment returns and your investment's growing and compounding, remember your costs compound with those returns as well. So you could end up spending an enormous amount over time if you don't understand the costs properly. Well, let's hit pause in the conversation. I do want to get into those four components that, you, that you've mentioned and how, right. as investors, um, we can kind of drill down and control those costs. Um, do stay with us. Lance will be joining us after the break for more on this topic. Welcome back to New Retirement Thinking. My name is Samay Zaki. And if you're just joining us, I'm chatting um, to Lance Solms. He's Managing Director at iTransact Investment Platforms. And we're talking about the effective annual cost and how one um, applies that in particular to um, their retirement investment products. Um, Lance, so before the break, we're, we're speaking broadly about this um, EAC, the effective annual cost. And, and the question I want to put to you is, it's got four components which you've briefly described, that being the um, investments, uh, admin fee, the advice fee, as well as other, which encompasses um, a few other issues, I mean, details in there, like penalties, et cetera, et cetera. But as an investor, in terms of what I can control when I'm planning for retirement, how deep does one get um, into this and how, what room is there for me to play once I get, get the EAC for two um, competing products, as it were? Okay. Well, first of all, I mean, the components that you've just spoken about um, have to be fully disclosed by the company. So when you, um, any, any investor for that matter of fact, should always ask the company or the financial advisor that they deal through, what is the effective annual cost? Because it's important to get that table. Now, on the table, it's going to give you percentages, physical percentages relating to the particular service that, that you are buying. So if you're buying a particular product from a particular company, you're going to see in the first line item, you're going to see the asset manager's physical cost. In other words, those are all the costs that he takes to run that fund. And there's all sorts of other acronyms that's more confusing for investors, but they've got a total expense ratio, a TER, they've got transaction costs and, and so forth and so forth. Their total investment charge is expressed as the investment management fee inside the, the, the table. Mm -hmm. 
The next layer you would have to go to is look at which who, the, 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 the administrator that's associated to that investment company. A lot of investment companies have their own administrators, some of them outsource to different administrators. In some instances you'll find that some companies will say they don't charge for administration, but in actual fact that charge is taken up in the investment management fee. Um, somebody's been paid, paid at the end of the day to do the administration. Um, the financial advice fee, um, that is easy to determine because that is a negotiation between the investor and the financial advisor and they need to set a fair fee between those, bet, 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 between those parameters. The fourth item is very interesting and companies need to provide full disclosure on this so you can access that information and that is where um, what we refer to as the fine print. Um, that's, what when people, that's what investors always struggle to go and find. So if I terminate this product, what is the penalty? And that's really um, quite an important component of the effective annual cost. So you can understand before you buy this product, you don't get tied into something that's very difficult to get out of. And um, it also allows you to take that informed decision that if you're going to spend a lot of time investing, because we must all understand investing is a long-term game, that if you are going to get into bed with a, a particular company or particular strategy, that those costs are pretty well defined and you know what you're in for. Mm. That other category is, 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 is what's concerning me um, a little bit because, um, one, it's, as you call it, the fine print, but as an investor, I'm not always going to be looking um, for, um, for that other. How... how um, are we doing when it comes or on a broad industry level when it comes to disclosing all of these um, uh, um, costs to our investors? Right. Well, I mean, history has shown that the disclosure has not done its um, job before this. I mean, if we're looking at the effective annual costs that are coming out today, I mean, some of the penalty fees are sky high. I mean, in some cases I've seen total effective annual costs even reach up to 6 to 8% at the end of the day. I mean, that is like very, very, very high, whereas they should be at least three and down. And that is all in this other item number four called other. And at least you as an investor, you can see that number lying in there, which means you can demand more information. Ask the company to, to give you the information behind it, whereas in the past you would never have seen that from a from face value point of view. Mm. Are these steps being taken to... to I want to say, to encourage companies to um, disclose this more freely. Absolutely. I mean, the regulator has been quite clear on, on this matter. Um, there's another set of regulation out called TCF, Treating Customers Fairly. And um, effective annual cost is, addresses two of those um, uh, outcomes that the regulator wants to see. And that is that you as an investor can understand information about your investment before, during and after your investment. I think that, that's quite important. Mm. And, and, and also education um, for potential um, clients out there. I mean, very few people would actually even imagine um, these four components within that, that EACA know how to dig into this. Yes, absolutely. The industry's got an absolute obligation to, 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 to educate. There are a lot of companies that have moved quite quickly on it. Um, the EAC calculators are on the homepage. You can literally click on there. They're easy to operate from an investor's point of view. But then again, you have those companies who are also dragging their feet. Now, typically, those are the guys who have the higher cost at the end of the day mm. and um, are really, if one can use the analogy, being caught out swimming without their costumes on when the tide goes out. Mm. So something that we definitely need to be um, paying attention to. Thank you so much for your Thank time. You. Um, that is uh, Lance Soms, he's Managing Director at iTransact Investment Platforms. Thank you once again for tuning in. Until next time, goodbye.